Hey, everybody, hope you're all doing well. So I was just actually sitting here going to press record and my daughter came in and she goes, Mom, you're still wearing your pajamas. And I'm like, heck yeah, it's Sunday. It's Sunday morning. I am enjoying my matcha tea latte here and I'm doing recordings on Sunday now. Uh, and I'm going to do it in my pajamas. So no one can see me. I'm not going live on Facebook. I'm not going live on Instagram right now. So I am going to stay in my pajamas. So I just thought I'd let you know if you are in your pajamas right now, we're having a pajama party. <laughs> so um, I often will um, hang out in my pajamas on the weekend for as long as possible. And now being on lockdown, like I don't have to go anywhere. I am going to relax during the week. I am so busy homeschooling my son. Well, my daughter is pretty independent. She is doing it on her own with her class on a computer. So I'm very, very thankful for that. My son needs a little more direction uh, and can get off track very easily. He's only eight. So I need to be there all the time, every minute of the day, I am going through his schedule with him from 9am to 2.30pm. So I am doing nothing else but looking after him and getting lunches and getting snacks. And I don't have time to record during the week and I'm on a tight schedule. So Sundays is the day I'm recording, recording or Saturdays, depending on our schedule. But anyway, I'm in my pajamas here, ladies. And um, I am not sorry about that. <laughs> I do actually have some makeup on. I made a promise to myself when I had my my two children. I've got four kids, but when I had my last two children, I made a promise to myself that I was going to put a little bit of makeup on my face, a little tinted moisturizer, a little little blush, a little lip balm, some mascara, fix those 90s eyebrows that I overplucked <laughs> and do a little self-care for myself. So I do that. I do that every single day. I don't go a day without something on my face because I really wanted to make sure that I took care of myself. And when I see that I look fresh in the mirror, I'm going to feel better. So I have some makeup on, but I'm in my pajamas. So let's do this, guys. So we're going to be digging in today to some topics that really, really mean a lot to me. So, and I wanted to share with you my views, um, what has worked for me, what has worked for my clients, what is not working in terms of keto, carnivore, paleo, intermittent fasting, and OMAD uh, diets, all right? So some of these diets can wreak havoc on your hormones. Some of these diets and ways of doing things can actually help our hormones, but there's a time and place for everything. And I want to dig into that today. So stay tuned. Hey there, and welcome to the Over 40 and Sexy podcast. I'm Tanya D, nutritionist and former hormone hot mess. <laughs> yes, yes, that was me not too long ago. Listen, are you currently experiencing or struggling with weight gain, mood swings, or hot flashes? And just don't plain feel great in your skin anymore? Midlife doesn't have to be a hot mess. Listen, sister, I know exactly how you feel. I'm here to share with you my best nutrition, health, and mindset tips to make the season of change a smoother one. Let's dig in. All 
All right, so let's talk about these different diets and what they do to our health and our hormones. Okay, so keto, intermittent fasting, carnivore, paleo, and OMAD diets. All right, so if those of you who don't know what keto is, keto has come on the scene over the past few years. It has really caught fire and just kind of blown up. People are trying keto because it has been known for shedding the pounds really quickly and uh, staying in ketosis uh, burns your fat stores. All right. So looking at keto uh, as well as carnivore is uh, 90% of the diet is only meat products. So you are eating the animal from head to toe, you're eating liver, you're eating all of the parts of the the um, meat um, or the animal and getting most of your nutrients from that. So people on a carnivore diet need to supplement with electrolytes and a bunch of other things. Um, but some people seem to thrive on this diet. Uh, when we look at paleo, paleo is like kind of like a caveman diet. So go back to the hunter gatherer days. They hunted meat, they hunted game, they hunt, they uh, gathered berries, nuts, seeds, root vegetables, um, bananas, those types of things. Okay. Uh, and then we go to intermittent fasting, where you have a fasting window. So you don't eat anything for 12 hours, 16 hours, 20 hours. So the fasting window will depend on what you know, what type of benefits you want from that. Um, I do intermittent fasting, I don't do intermittent fasting every single day. Um, I can get more into that. But intermittent fasting has been known and lately been known for being able to drop large amounts of weight while still eating a higher caloric intake diet. So we can talk about more about that after. Uh, and then the OMAD diet is only one meal a day. Um, some people seem to think that they can get what they need from one meal a day. And uh, the truth is, is that you will um, severely hurt your hormones by doing this. This is not healthy. And we are going to dig into all of these things today. All right. So looking at keto. Um, so people, women especially got on the keto bandwagon because you are cutting large amounts of carbs. You are eating large amounts of fats and proteins and limiting your carbs to certain amounts. So the whole idea is you're going to be taking in a certain amount of protein every day. You're going to be taking in a certain amount of uh, fats per day. You're going to be taking in a certain amount of carbohydrates per day. And you need to be monitoring your macros. So the macros of these amounts every single day so that you remain in ketosis. So the whole thing is, is that if you remain in ketosis, you're going to burn your own body fat uh, as fuel uh, to shed the weight. Okay. And a lot of people do really well on this for uh, a short period of time. And I find that the more amount of weight that you need to lose, the longer you can stay on a keto diet. 
But after a certain period of time, a lot of women are coming to me saying that they've hit a plateau. They are not being able to lose weight anymore on keto. Um, And well, the thing is, is that when we constantly stay in ketosis, our body is actually starving for those certain nutrients that helps our hormones to balance out. And a lot of times women are coming to me and they're saying, you know what, I have, I've lost my period. I'm not, I don't have a period anymore. I'm not menstruating. I have uh, hair falling out. I am feeling fatigued. I am not just feeling well anymore. And I have cut my carbs even more. I have started intermittent fasting even more. I'm doing it every day now. I am down to one meal a day and I'm not losing any weight. I'm actually, and when I actually do have carbs, I put weight on really quickly. So this is the cycle that we can get into if we are restricting our carbohydrates too much, if we are uh, not being mindful of what we are doing and and doing these drastic measures to try to lose weight. We're affecting our health. We're affecting our hormones. There's a reason why we're losing our hair. There's a reason why you're getting cramps in your legs and your muscles is because we are, we are basically shutting down our body's shutting down and we are not meant to be on this type of diet long term. The whole thing around keto and like our own genetic makeup is we were meant to have fat stores as women to protect ourselves from famine back in the day when food wasn't abundant. And we use those fat stores to fuel our body, to get us through the famine, to get us through the winter. And when we continue this diet cycle, of staying in ketosis, our after a certain t- time period, our body will be like, "What? What's going on? This is not right. Where is summertime? Summertime hasn't come. Whether food is abundant, and our body will hold on to fat because it's scared. It is scared to die. So our bodies are meant to survive. It's in survival mode. So that is why you have hit a plateau. So you know, and then by you know, adding more intermittent fasting days by making your window longer, by only eating one meal a day, you are really harming your health, you're really harming your hormones. And this isn't just for women who are older, this is for younger people too. girls are losing their hormones. And really, when it comes down to it, uh, one meal a day is really uh, anorexia, you know, you're, it's an eating disorder. So I do not recommend one meal a day. I do not recommend restricting your carbohydrates for long periods of time. We're just not meant to function this way. All right. Now, in terms of carbohydrates, I'm not talking about eating cakes and cookies and things like that. Yes, of course, we're going to gain weight with that. I'm talking about good carbohydrates. I'm talking about green leafy vegetables. I'm talking about a sweet potato. I'm talking about a a squash soup. I'm talking about, um, potatoes, uh, zucchini, all these things, uh, green leafy vegetables, spinach, salads, all of these things have carbohydrates in it. Now, the starchy vegetables, your potatoes, sweet potatoes, squashes, those are the starchy vegetables that we want at 
our meals just in a smaller amount than the green leafy vegetables. We want more green leafy vegetables and those have carbs in them as well. Those are the things that are going to help detoxify your body, detoxify your hormones and keep you stable and keep your body from feeling like it's going to starve. All right. So not only does keto uh, wreck havoc on your hormones, it really wrecks havoc on your thyroid. It wrecks havoc on your metabolism. I do not recommend keto for a long period of time. All right. So I like to really implement a diet that introduces all of these hormone-friendly foods uh, along with a little bit of intermittent fasting when it is appropriate. All right. So for me, I am paleo-ish, meaning I do not cut my carbohydrates as much as a paleo diet. I do have those green leafy vegetables every day because I want to support my detox pathways. I want to support my hormonal pathways. And by cutting out too many of those carbohydrates can really be a detriment to thyroid as well. All right. And I do not want to to, um, hurt my thyroid and hurt my metabolism. I want to support that. Remember, if one hormone is off, they're all going to be thrown off. So we need to support that. All right. So in terms of carnivore, um, some people seem to do really well in carnivore. Um, I think there is a lot of detriment that could happen with just a carnivore diet. I think we were meant to be omnivores. We were meant to eat some small amounts of meat and fish. And of course, they have to be organic and healthy. No hormone, no hormonal meat, please. <laughs> um, some people really do well with becoming vegan. Uh, I personally cannot do that. I do better with a paleo-ish diet. Um, but everybody's different. And you can find out what works best for you by doing a little bit of um, tweaking of your diet and working with a practitioner that knows what they're doing. All right. So in terms of intermittent fasting... Intermittent fasting is going to be a good imp- implementation to your program if done right. It can actually be a detriment to your adrenal glands if you haven't properly done a good detox and supported your health for a period of time before you start intermittent fasting. I see a, a lot of people in, a, in these forums, Facebook forums that are are you know, they're doing a dirty fast, it's called, where you fast and then you break your fast with burgers and fries and you're eating all the crap that you want because you can. And this is not the way to go about using intermittent fasting to its full potential. Intermittent fasting is a great way to cleanse out your system, to cleanse out your cells, to regulate your insulin levels, regulate your blood sugar levels, to really uh, boost your health in a positive way. So, and it's not necessary to intermittent fast every day. I know some people who do and who who are fine with it. I personally do not do it every day. And I only do it at certain times of the month with my cycle. So there there is a benefit to doing intermittent fasting with your cycle. And if you don't have a cycle, if you are in menopause, then you can you can do this with the moon. 
I like to uh, teach my clients to um, start new programs uh, with the moon. And um, I can go into more detail on that in another episode. But um, intermittent fasting can be very beneficial, but it needs to be done right. You need to break your fast right. You can't be breaking your fast with a bunch of crap, a bunch of uh, high carbohydrate foods like a going to raise your insulin levels through the roof and going to wreak havoc on your hormones. So we need to do this right. It needs to be done properly. All right. Now, in terms of the OMAD, one meal a day, I do not recommend that. This is just totally ridiculous. I see people in forums saying that, you know, they do well with one meal a day. And one meal a day is not going to get you all of the nutrients that your body needs, nor can you digest that amount of food. Even if you put 700 calories on your plate, even if you put 1000 calories on your plate, um, then you're getting into, uh, you know, bad food, food that is uh, so not healthy for you by throwing that in is not nutrient dense you are not going to be getting the nutrients you need and you're just going to run into problems down the road, blood sugar issues, you can run into diabetes and all kinds of other things. And not to mention you are starving yourself because you're only eating one meal a day. You're going to start to feel horrible. You are going to lose, possibly lose your hair. I've seen a lot of people saying you're, they're losing hair from this one meal a day diet. It's just not, it's not healthy. It's, it, you're getting into eating disorder area and, and it's, it's not a good thing to do. All right. So I am all about intuitive eating. That's where I'm at. And that's where I want uh, and feel that everybody should need to get to is to intuitively eat by knowing what we need to put on our plates. And I use the plate method a lot with my clients by balancing out their plate of proteins, carbohydrates, and good fats and by doing this this will get them on the road to becoming uh, able to intuitively eat because i think over time from all the diets we've tried uh, we get into the place where we just don't know how to listen to our body anymore and i think it's really important that we listen to our body and and, and really listen to what it needs um, you know, if it needs a little bit more fat, if it needs a little bit more carbohydrate, your body will tell you and you'll be able to get to the place where you know exactly what to do and what to grab for. All right. So if you are in a place where you are, you know, you've tried keto, you're, you are fasting, you're not losing weight anymore, you're not sure of what the heck to break your fast with, you're not sure of what to do, then you will want to get in touch with me or another practitioner that knows exactly how to break these cycles. So what can often happen is, is if you've been on keto, you've, you've cut your carbs even more. When you add carbs back, you've got to do it slowly. You can't just throw a full day's worth of carbs on because you will gain weight. But if you do it slowly and incrementally, you can bring back your metabolism back to where it's supposed to be. So I know a lot of people who are intermittent fasting and they just say, oh, you know what? I'm not hungry. And they bring their calorie count down to like 600 calories a day. And they're like, oh, wow, this is great. I'm not even hungry and I can eat nothing. But you're really wrecking havoc on your metabolism. And then when you do eat more, you will gain weight. You're going to make a new set point for your body and your metabolism. And that's where your body is going to be, become comfortable. 
And it's going to think that that amount of calories is normal for you on a day-to-day. And we do not want that. We do not want to be restricting our calories so much that we're going to be hurting our metabolism. All right? So uh, in a nutshell, we got to figure out what is right for our body. We have to figure out what works for our body. We have to support our hormones. We need to support our body. We need to coax our body, not shove our body and try all these crazy diets and fad diets and expect to feel good. We need to support it with real food, good food, and in a sustainable way. So if you want more information, I'd love to chat with you and get in touch with me. I'll drop a link in the show notes and we can discuss this further on a one-to-one. If you want to join my membership, I will be launching that uh, soon, shortly. You can get on the wait list for that or you can join my Hormone Reboot. I also have a free Facebook group. You can head over there. Uh, I'll drop a link in the comments, or in the the comments, there we go again, (laughs) in the show notes. And you can hop in over there and join the conversation to learn more about your hormones and how you can support your hormones. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will talk to you soon. See you same time, same place next week. Bye.